Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Brian Liebel, Director of Sales Development at Ambition. How are you doing today, Brian? Doing great, Andrew. Super happy to be here. Oh, great. Thanks for spending some time with us on Business Ninjas. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and about Ambition. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. So I'm a, I'm a lifelong sales guy. Ever since I was 14, 15 years old, I've been selling something. Uh, professionally, though, early on in my career, I was in the retail sales world as a market director for uh, an AT&T authorized retailer. So manage physical stores, people, B2C. Um, that really built up kind of the the love I have for sales. And then around five or six years ago, I learned about SaaS and you know tech sales and that entire world, and it really blew my mind. And so over the past like five years, I've been working for either an outsourced sales development company um, or a, a software as a service company, uh, Ambition, which is where I'm at now. Um, and I've, I've kind of worked my way up the ranks in really every role from a you know frontline SDR, account executive, manager, and now I'm directing our, our sales development team here. So yeah, in some way, shape or form, I've been doing something sales-wise for the last 15 years. Well, hey, that, that kind of history and development means that you have all kinds of perspectives that are invaluable when you're leading a team from where you are now, right? Yeah, I think, uh, man, it's funny you said that last night I was thinking about how 10 years ago, people would just look at your work experience and people with more work experience had this natural like, oh, if he's got 10 years and he's got five, the the person with 10 knows more. And in my opinion, like perspective in sales is super important, right? What did they sell? What size company were they working for? Was it a software? Was it B2B? Uh, so yeah, that's perspective is something I think translates a lot that at least over here at Ambition, that's something that we uh, we look for when we're, we're hiring. So a little tangent, but uh, I think perspective is key. You'll find that I like tangents. My left turn signal is on all day, not in the car. <laughs> so tell, tell us a little bit more about Ambition and what, what you do there. Yeah, so Ambition is a is a software company. Um, so we fall into that SaaS software as a service world. Um, essentially, what we are is a sales coaching platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ambition's giving frontline sales leaders insights on where to coach. Uh, we're helping you track the effectiveness of that coaching, and then we're giving executive level leadership insight to know is coaching happening, is it working. Um, and, and really over here, we believe that that one-on-one coaching moment is the most kind of crucial interaction in a sales org for the growth of a rep. Um, and really the problem out there is frontline managers aren't equipped or enabled to do that job effectively. Um, when you look back at uh, you know every job that you've ever had, Andrew and, and anyone listening, uh, think about your best manager you've ever had and think about your worst manager you've ever had. I bet you that the company that you're, well, you worked with with your best manager, you were there a lot longer in the company with your worst manager. We, we call them really the, the force multiplier uh, of a sales org in a company. So that's really kind of what Ambition does in a nutshell and the, the problem that we're solving for. Right. And, and what's the origin story of Ambition? How, they, how long have they been in business? It's a fun story. Um, we've been around for 10, 10 years, uh, just about 10 years. Um, we have three founders from Chattanooga, Tennessee um, that all went to uh, University of Tennessee and uh, the company originated as a, a gamification tool in the logistics mm-hmm. world. So um, think like fantasy football for sales, leaderboards, sales TVs. 
Um, and from that like data-driven gamification, uh, really culture initiative, sales coaching kind of formed out of that. Uh, when you think about like performance management, coaching is only as good as the data that you have. And data is only as good as if you can coach on it and develop an upskill. So that's really kind of where we originated from uh, and, and kind of how we got to a sales coaching platform. Well, 10 years ago, that, that's early days for this sort of approach. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's been a long time. I've been with the company for just under three years. Um, and the the early days, just like most uh, tech companies, were, were probably like the, the Wild West. But um, <laughs> you, you learn a lot from kind of your history, right? So you, you learn what you're good at. You learn where you need to grow um, and really built out a strong you know niche in the gamification world. Ambition's kind of been the leader there for sales gamification for ever since I've been here. Um, so it's, yeah, it's definitely a great kind of springboard to where we're at. Excellent. And and what, what verticals are you servicing these days? So we're serving, uh, serving companies just like ours, right? So software as a service companies, but really the, the beauty of ambition is if you have a, a sales team, there's a use case for you. So we mm-hmm. dip into sports teams and, and the logistics space, uh, telecom, uh, I could go, I could uh, give you a list of 20 others, but but really software, telecom, and logistics are kind of the, the bread and butter of, of the people we help. Any particular size of company you work better with? Yeah, so um, we are, we're a segmented, you know, org. We, we service companies with, you know, 50 people. Uh, we service some of the largest companies in the world uh, that everyone would be familiar with. So um, there is no one shoe fits all. We we really are a pretty adaptable tool. Um, I would say at the enterprise space is probably the the most relevant use case uh, for us. But man, it's it's super diverse there. Excellent. And and what what are the most common problems you're solving for your clients? Yeah, Andrew. When I when I think about problems that we solve, uh, you know, sales coaching is such a broad word, right? It can mean a few different things to a few different people. But but when you think about coaching in a sales org, you have one-on-ones, you have call coachings and deal reviews and pipeline forecasts. Now, there's all these different kinds of interactions. Uh, when you think about the frontline sales manager, right? They're running all of those one-on-ones and they're meeting with uh, directors and VP level leadership and they're pulled in all of these different ways. Um, and historically, there's a lot of tools out there that organizations use to coach, but there aren't many coaching tools, right? And there's a big difference there. Um, ambition is, is really that vehicle to enable managers to get a ton of time back in their day, right? So instead of looking for reports and finding data that they need to coach on and trying to figure out what an underperforming rep needs help with, we kind of automate that and do that for you. Um, there's two other kind of things I'll, I'll talk about too, is the rep, right? The, that frontline, you know, person that needs that coaching to develop and grow, uh, ambition allows them to know if they're having a good day or a bad day. Um, because all of the coaching that that's happening is being documented, right? Um, we're helping you track action items. We're surfacing insights to reps to know where they stack up against their peers, um, so really that simplified accountability is, is going to help your frontline rep, uh, specifically in an onboarding scenario, uh, really get it, right? Really get, get uh, what, what that good day looks like. And then lastly, uh, especially, you know, we talked about the enterprise orgs that we, we help. Man, when, when you're managing a 2,000-person sales team and you're a VP of sales, you, you, 
we did a study last year. I think it was something around 50, don't quote me, but it was right around 51% of executive level leadership in enterprise orgs uh, can't answer the question, is coaching happening, right? They think it is, but they don't know. You don't actually know, right? There's a lot of flyby coaching, right? So being a manager, being stretched in a hundred different ways, you got that one-on-one and you check in with your rep and maybe they're a top performing rep and say, hey, Andrew, you doing good? I see you're hitting all your KPIs. Good. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. I'm going to bump our one-on-one. <laughs> See Those interactions yeah. never yeah. happen. All right. Yeah. And, and that's a real problem because when a company's trying to unroll a new initiative, sell a new product, change their methodology of sales, the only way to know if that's happening, if that change management occurs is in those coaching interactions. So the, the problem we're solving for is that is, is coaching happening? Is it working? Then if it's not, we're giving you levers to pull to help impact, uh, you know, performance. Excellent. Hey, you know, you're, you're, you're preaching to someone in that food chain. So I, I, I hear all of what you're talking about. Uh, what makes you guys stand out so far from your competition? Yeah, I think um, when you talk about standing out, uh, you know, we've been around for 10 years, right? So we've, we've been around, we've evolved, we've grown. Um, and one thing, and, and we're not special, right? There's nothing special about ambition compared to the thousands of other companies out there. But one thing that we do really well is we listen to our customers. Um, and because of 10 years of working in all of these different industries, with all these different companies, uh, going back to that word perspective, our perspective on what sales teams need is, is pretty unique. And I think that's kind of what sets us apart. Um, because we, we really understand the importance of pouring into the frontline sales rep, pouring into the frontline sales manager, and, and not giving tools to do more, do more, do more, but really impact the quality of what's happening. So um, I think that perspective from just being so diverse in the, the customers that we help and being able to hear what they need uh, helps us kind of set ourselves apart from, from other companies that are relatively similar to us. Excellent. Um Tell me about tell me about the COVID years and the challenges of growing the business. I would think just that it would play into your hands, right? As everyone scatters and works remotely, this sort of oversight and data is critical. When people are not across the hall from you anymore and you don't have literally physical access to your sales force, that, that this sort of tool is just paramount. Tell me about the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a really good point because it's, you know, it's, I call it PC now post COVID, right? It's, it's 2023 post COVID and a lot of companies, you know, at least come smarter companies adapted to the remote world, right? But specifically during COVID, again, going back to that in, in office, uh, kind of access, a frontline manager could walk down the sales floor and see that Max is hanging his head, right? Or, or they could, Go grab some lunch and know that uh, Marley is maybe struggling at home with, with something going on outside of work. And when you go remote, you have no idea, right? You, you just you don't have a clue if those interactions aren't happening and being documented and, and uh, helped, you know, to be tracked. Uh, there's a culture problem, right? Uh, imagine the the frontline workforce right now, a 24 to 31 year old salesperson sitting in their bedroom seven hours a day alone, right? On sales calls, cold calling, sending email, running demos, uh, and really only interacting with their team for about an hour a day. I think that connectivity is so important. Um, to give you know the, the listeners a visual, think about like 
the interface for a rep ambitions very much like an Apple Watch or a Peloton screen for your rep, right? You're, you're able to see your KPIs, you're able to see your data, where you stack up against your peers, what your manager wants you to do action item wise. Uh, and when you're alone, right, it's crucial, right? You, you train and you onboard, but once you're done with that, you're, you're on your own. So uh, we were really helpful for a lot of orgs in COVID once you left the office because you didn't have the the whiteboard with the numbers and you didn't have that visibility. Um, and I think it's crucial, right? Because the, it's not changing, right? Most companies are going to have some type of hybrid world. And uh, just as much as the rep needs to feel connected to their team, the manager needs that help in itself, right? To not micromanage. Uh, nobody likes a micromanager. So um, we, we were able to really help a lot of organizations transition to a remote life um, and then sustain it. Uh, really sustain um, a remote culture, uh, which is a lot harder to do than than being in the office. So um, it's still evolving. But yeah, COVID was a, a really great time where we learned a lot about what those people needed. Um, and we made changes to the platform to help there. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Switch gears for a minute. Tell me what role content has played in the growth of ambition. Yeah, you know, content is is something that in today's world, again, trying to be connected with people outside of you, right? There's not really a ton of in-person sales happening and and there's less networking events. They're coming back, but content really helps us tell the story, right? Uh, When when you think about um, the value content is bringing, uh, you know, everyone, every talking head of LinkedIn out there is going to tell you don't, don't use features to sell, but, but normally the features of your platform are what's solving your, your prospects problem, right? Um, Nobody wants to get beat over the head with the, uh, you know, the iPhone's got a great camera and this display and this processor, right? I don't know what any of that means. How's it going to, how's it going to make my life easier? How's it going to solve an issue that I have? Um, if you can tell a story behind those features, uh, that's where the, you know, the content that we're creating really helps because, um, I can, I can understand what you're talking about, right? I may not know what that feature means, but if you tell me, Hey, uh, we helped this manager over at DocuSign that, uh, was running 11 one-on-ones every single week. And we gave him back seven hours a day, right? Because instead of checking three different reports in seven different platforms, it's all in one spot, right? And that allowed him to pour into his reps more and really throw his B players into A players. So like being able to tell a very short, concise story is kind of how we're using content today um, to really draw uh, people to have just understanding of, of what we do. Excellent. You you speak our language. Content (laughs) content is king. All right. Look in your your crystal ball a year from today. What would you like to be celebrating personally and professionally? Well, personally, I'm from Buffalo, New York, so I'd love to be celebrating a Buffalo Bills Super Bowl. All right. I'm going to interject. I think maybe my favorite sweatshirt of all time. Buffalo, a drinking town with a football problem. (laughs) That is uh, that is spot on, and man, I'm uh, I'm from Buffalo by way of Nashville, Tennessee. Now, and anytime you see anyone with Buffalo apparel on, there is an instant just, hey, how are hey, you, you doing? You got to the yeah. dance three years in a row, right? I mean, four, four. <laughs> it was four. It was four straight. Oh, apologies, I thought it was yeah. three, but I mean that's unheard of, right? Oh, yeah. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. 
Hey, you got, um, you've got tools in the tool chest at the moment that are a little different than they've been in a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so personally that is, uh, that's, <laughs> that tops the charts. I think professionally it's, uh, it goes back to just helping more people. Um, you know, obviously we want to make an impact on the people around us, but unlike probably every other salesperson out there, I don't have a, an aspiration to, to be a VP or a C-suite executive or start my own company. Uh, I think a lot of that is just unpredictable. Uh, one thing I know I can do is just try to help people uh, and meet them where they're at. And one of my old mentors uh, in my you know, AT&T authorized retail days, every conference call he ended, he would say, go make a positive impact on someone's life today. And I think in a year from now, I'd just like to look back right, and have some retrospect on, wow, I was able to help 50% of my team get promoted, or I was able to help some folks that I mentored land their next job. So not your probably typical response. Um, it's, it's about helping others and just being happy. So in a year from now, I think uh, uh, that that's where I want to be. I think the planet would uh, spin a little more smoothly if most people were concerned with being happy and help, helping others as their first response to that question. So kudos to you for that. I know somebody who says, try to leave every person you interact with better than you found them. I mean, I love that. Even if it's incremental, right? It's just a, a a positive push, and if you're helping other people thrive, you know that's some good karma you're sporting. I repeat. So, um, please tell us where people can find Ambition, what your URL is, and what social media channels you're using these days. Super simple, uh, ambition.com. Uh, so, just like the word ambition, ambition.com, you'll find us super easily. Um, the two platforms I would recommend following us, though, are on LinkedIn uh, and Instagram. We have a lot of fun on Instagram um, and LinkedIn. We're, we're regularly, probably once or twice a week, we have industry leaders uh, on our webinars talking about coaching, talking about performance management, talking about hybrid work. Um, so I definitely would recommend hopping on our LinkedIn and, and coming to hang out on a webinar or two of ours because uh, we, we have some pretty cool people that come hang out with us from other companies um, and that, that's my favorite channel, but yep. Ambition.com. Uh, check us out on LinkedIn and Instagram as well. Brian Liebel of Ambition. Thank you for spending some time with us on Business Ninjas. All the best to you and yours and uh, continued success at Ambition. Thanks, Andrew. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io. W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.